Hello and welcome to HornetCast. HornetCast is a podcast for the families of Valley Center Public Schools. The purpose of HornetCast is to share stories about our students, staff, schools, and communities, and to provide helpful information to families. Hello, and welcome to another edition of HornetCast. I am Amy Pavlaka, the District Communications Director, and today I am sitting down with two professionals um, who are in charge of heading up our school-based health clinic. And um, today we're going to talk all things health clinic that's based in Valley Center High School and uh, learn a little bit more about that. But first, I want to have our guests introduce themselves. First, we have Dr. Carrie Harris. Hello, my name is Carrie Harris. I'm a general pediatrician on faculty at the University of Kansas in Wichita. I um, see adolescents mostly in my clinical practice. And then we have just started our school-based health clinics with Valley Center being the first one that we opened in February of 2021. And I serve as the medical director for our school-based health clinic here. Great, thank you so much. And Ashton, are you new to our district? Yes, I am. My name is Ashton Unrein. I'm a nurse practitioner and I'm employed by um, KU School of Medicine. I am just starting here at the clinic in um, January and I'm excited to get this program going. Great. Thank you both so much. Um, you know, this is like Dr. Harris, like you mentioned, this is um, a new effort basically for, for our Valley Center School District and it started when? So, Amy, that's kind of a loaded question. Um, School-based health clinics are not a new concept. Uh, they've been uh, growing across the nation pretty significantly over the last decade, and many um, schools participate in some type of school-based health clinic. For Kansas, we have had several um, in the state, but we've not had any really in the um, Wichita area that are true connected school-based health clinics located within the school buildings themselves. And so this is a project that actually Dr. Gibson and I worked with the Kansas Maternal Child Health Council on several years ago as a response to one of the national priority measures to try to increase well visits for kids, immunizations for kids, um, decrease depression and suicidality. And it, it took several years to get up and going. And then when the pandemic hit, we felt like it would be a good resource uh, also for acute care. And so we started the clinic in February of 2021, just as an acute care clinic. And we are getting ready to expand our hours and our services to include comprehensive health care five days a week, starting next week. Yeah, okay, that's, that's great. I think a lot of people, you know, when we say school-based health clinic, it's kind of sounds like this, um, you know, broad term, but basically if we drill down, if parents need, their child to see a doctor, we have the doctor at Valley Center High School. Is that correct? Yeah. So Ashton Unrein is our nurse practitioner and she's going to be the one that's staffing the clinic. Um, and yeah, she's there to take care of kiddos and, and whatever their needs are. So that's, uh, you know, one of the things I found interesting when I was doing a little research on school-based health clinics is that honestly, it's not a, a new concept. It's even been around since the sixties. Is that correct? Yeah, um, definitely, you know, in bigger districts, you're going to see more school-based health clinics. I know Wichita has partnered with Grace Med for a long time, um, and so they have had some services through that. But yeah, definitely, it's been around for, for 
yeah, many, many years. Um, and, and it's not a new concept at all. So we are just trying to increase access for the kids in our local district right now. And isn't that sort of a little bit of, about the sort of the reasoning behind school-based health clinics was to give students and their families sort of equitable access to health care? Yes, absolutely. And, and I could talk about this for a long time, so I will try to keep it brief. But, but I'm passionate about um, reaching kids where they're at. You know, we want kids to be successful. And when they're leaving school frequently for appointments and they're driving into Wichita 30 or 45 minutes sometimes and then waiting for the physician and then driving back, that's a lot of missed school time and a lot of missed work time for parents. So if we can provide some of those services, even just within the district, um, that's going to keep them in school and increase. Um, so there's just so many benefits to that um, for that child to be staying in school longer, um, as well as benefits just by feeling more connected to the school. School-based health clinics are associated with an increase in school connectedness. They are increased with a decreased risk of suicidality, decreased mental health, um, improved academic grades. The benefits just go on and on. Well, that's a wonderful asset to our families. That's really, that's encouraging. Um, so Ashton, you're, you're new. We, we talked about that. So, um, and I know that, you know, the clinic is expanding hours and sort of really, it's new, still getting started. But what are some of the things that you're seeing that students and families are coming to you for? So far, just in the last few weeks, I have seen a lot of viral illnesses. Um, I've also seen yeah. some kids for sports injuries. So those are kind of the top things that I've seen this week. Yeah, so you're you're keeping busy. Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about access to the clinic. I mean, I've mentioned um, that it's um, located in Valley Center High School, but is it? It's not just for the high school students and their families. Is that correct? That is correct. So students from across the district and their families have access to the clinic. So it really is for any of our staff and students in the, the USD 262 district, students and staff, not necessarily their students' parents, but the students themselves, correct? Yes, that is correct. Okay, perfect. Um, what, um, how do people, continuing with the, the thought about access, how do people access your services? They just call the number to the school-based health clinic and they can set up an appointment. So it really is like seeing, scheduling a doctor appointment and seeing a doctor, but you don't have to leave town and some, for some students, they don't even have to leave school. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, how many staff members are in the clinic? Right now I am there five day, five half days a week. Um, and I have an MA. So there's, um, two of us um, that are employed for, through KU. And then we also have a district nurse that's there to help us. So you sound like you're you're pretty well stuffed. Talk about the hours a little bit because I know um, that when we started the clinic, I think it was only open maybe two half days a week. Let's talk about the expanded hours and what that will mean for families, if you might. So we have definitely expanded the hours. We're there five half days a week, and we have um, alternated those mornings and afternoons um, just to make sure we're available. Um, you know, so students can come in whenever needed. We are there Monday and Wednesday afternoons, and then Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings. Okay, so let's say it's Monday morning, and a family, you know, has been dealing maybe with something over the weekend. Can can they just call the clinic and then maybe get in with you Monday afternoon? Is there someone kind of answering the phones? Do they leave a voicemail? Yes, absolutely. So they would just call that clinic number, and there is someone there available to answer the phone and then schedule those appointments. 
So a, a question I had, let's say that um, a family or a teacher, you know, a, a child becomes sick during the school day. Can they access you to be seen if you're in the office during the school day? Do they have to have their parent come and intervene and make an appointment? How does that work? Yeah, so we always think it's ideal to have parents involved. Um, and so, you know, certainly we are going to abide by Kansas law, which says that if a 16 year old or older is there um, and a parent's not immediately available, they can be seen. We're going to try to get a hold of the parent when we can. Um, we do also have the opportunity to have parents zoom in um, to the appointments if they're not able to get off work. So, again, saving that time for them. Um, the caveat there is that, you know, if the student's not in the high school, if they're in one of the elementary schools or middle schools, they're going to have to get over to the clinic to be seen. And so we do have to have um, somebody that's available to transport them. But we've got consent forms on the school-based health website on, that's linked to the district site. And so if, you know, if an aunt or a, a friend's parent or somebody needs to bring the kiddo in, the, the parent or guardian of the child that's going to be seen can fill out that consent by proxy form um, so we can make that as accessible as possible. So there is the ability to visit with a family member, maybe even before them bringing in um, the student. Can you do some diagnosis um, over the phone or via telemed or how does that work? Instead of maybe a family thinking, I'm not sure I wanna bring them in if they're like really sick, where you might be maybe more comfortable going to a doctor's office and doing that. Talk through how that would work a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, we're going to function just like a physician's office. So the, the difference is just that it's located in the school instead of, um, you know, in a separate physician's office. So telehealth certainly is an option um, for many complaints that it, it doesn't work for everything. You know, if a kiddo's got a rash that we really need to look at um, or an ear infection we need to see inside that ear, it's not going to work. But we do have the ability to do that. Um, when it's appropriate and we will communicate that with parents you know if we feel like hey we started telehealth but this just really isn't an appropriate telehealth visit then we'll bring them in so we can see them in person yeah i know just speaking from personal experience getting in with my doctor anymore i mean it's just becoming harder and harder so this sounds like an amazing solution yeah and since you bring that up amy um we actually were just made aware that two of the major immediate care clinics in wichita have stopped taking medicaid patients as of january 1st and so we're seeing the difficulty in our main ku pediatrics practice just trying to get patients in for acute care visits so i think the access issue is very real right now and i know um, one of the other immediate cares went to a, by appointment only and so you know i drove around over Christmas break with my daughter trying to find um, an appointment that I could, you know, trying to find an immediate care clinic that I could get her in to see. Um, and, and it just wasn't a possibility without a three hour wait. And we know the ERs are completely full. So we're hoping that this is a service that will help um, the students and staff in our district. Yeah, that that really does sound amazing. Let's talk a little bit about medication. Um, uh, you know, our family is going to be able to get a prescription. Um, how does the whole medication issue work? Yes, so we obviously will do our um, evaluations and in any condition where um, prescription is warranted, then we are able to prescribe medications. Okay, so they can just get, um, you know, if they need an antibiotic or a topical or something like that, you're just going to be able to call into their pharmacy and get medication. That's great. Um, you know, we've, we have definitely, I think, covered the, you know, sort of access and and the kinds of things that people can come to the clinic for. But, 
you know, why do you encourage families to seek out this option? I mean, we've covered a little bit about them, but I, I, th I think it's important to, to really drive that point home and how this clinic can be a benefit and a service to our families. Sure. So um, I think it's important to note that, you know, if a patient is established with a primary care physician, we certainly are not trying to take that place. And we want that continuity continuity for the patient with their regular doctor. Um, and so I think that, you know, we can supplement that if a, if a patient may go to an immediate care clinic for like a sore throat and want to be tested for strep or for ear pain, where they might be seen in an immediate care type setting then you know, we can certainly help out with that and get a note back to that child's primary care physician. But we're, we're, we're not trying to take patients away from established relationships that they have. We're just trying to supplement services where we can to make it more accessible to, to kids and families. But I do think um, that the, there, are, there are many kids that have not been seen or are not established with a primary care physician and don't have that ongoing relationship. And, and that happens for various reasons. Obviously, we've been in a pandemic and well, well, child care has been pushed back. Unfortunately, it's just not been the highest priority. And kids are missing important screenings and immunizations and things like that. So it's important that those kids that don't have an established relationship have a place that they can establish and, and have that ongoing care that they need. And we can definitely provide that service. Okay, I think you bring up a good point because we've been talking a lot about if a, if a student gets sick or if a family has a concern. But let's talk a little bit about screenings immunizations, um, you know, preventative. Let's, let's talk a little bit about that. What are some of the services we can offer to families in, in that respect? So we can offer preventative care as far as those well child checks. Um, during those appointments, that is when a lot of screenings happen, developmental um, for the younger kids, anxiety and depression for the older kids. Um, in addition to immunizations, um, we plan to increase um, what is available as far as offering those immunizations throughout the childhood. That's really amazing, you know, because it is, I know that anytime I uh, schedule a well child check for my, my kids, I mean, you have to do it about two months out. And I don't even know what the situation is like right now with, you know, the increasing numbers of COVID and things like that. In addition to trying to get into my doctor, you know, if, if we're sick like that day, it's not going to happen. You have to rely on um, the, the, immediate care clinics and things like that, which I just really think, and there is no other immediate care clinic in Valley Center. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Valley Center um, was one of the, that's one of the reasons that we wanted to start in this district, in addition to it being my home district, um, but it was just because there, there's one clinic here in town um, and, and they, that it's a fantastic clinic and they do a great job and um, they have been very flexible in taking the district students as we've done this as well, just to make sure that they are established and have some comprehensive care. Um, but they've been supportive of this from the get-go and I think that that's really important. Um, but yeah, the, the access really for especially urgent care type visits is pretty non-existent in Valley Center and you're looking at driving 20 minutes up to Newton or, or 20 or 30 minutes into Wichita. Yeah, that's right, for sure. Um, so we're expanding the hours beginning January 18th. Um, we will expand the hours from the two days a week to five half days a week. Um, we really want to encourage families to seek this out as an option. Um, if you have questions that we haven't covered in the podcast, please call the number. Um, 
to get more information at 316-755-7045. There is going to be more information shared on the district um, website. We'll have information on social media. You'll begin seeing um, a little bit more branded information and um, information about what kinds of services you can seek out. Um, and, uh, but we, am I right in saying that at the very, the baseline for people is really call the number to get more information? Is that what you would encourage people to do? Yeah, I think call that clinic number and we can give you more information. Um, your school nurse is still also a good resource. They usually know what's going on with the school-based health clinic and can get a hold of the district nurse to help um, get that get those appointments scheduled as well. Yeah, I might also mention we have um, a number of uh, forms on our website. So they're, they're, you know, after they call, get information or go to the website and get information. If they need to fill out or download any forms, we have those on the district website as well. So um, that's it. That sounds like great information. Is there anything else anyone you wanted to add? Nope. Oh. We're good. <laughs> nope. I think that that covered it, Amy. Thanks for having us today. Sure. Yes. Thank you for having us, Amy. I'm really excited to start serving the Valley Center community. We're, we're so happy you're here. I do. I think this is just an amazing opportunity for families. I think it'll be a real benefit and we're so glad you're both here and it's likely I'll have you back at some point. We might want to do an update on how things are going, if any of the services have been changed or added. And so um, we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for being with me.